Guys, welcome back. Workplay Obsession Life in Jiu-Jitsu. So as you can see, I'm somewhere different today. Uh, I'm at just outside of Wells, Nevada. Uh, I'm at the uh, Torn Tactical Site, Team Torn. Guys, I've been here for, what, three days now. We're out here for the Torn Warriors uh, 501C fundraiser event. So a great weekend of shooting, driving, off-roading, whatever you want to call it, and bonding with some uh, current active duty and uh, former retired Marines army guys, everything. So pardon our appearance today. As you can see, uh, I look kind of <laughs> crappy. Um, we literally just got done shooting. We just got done shooting so and over an elevation gain of a couple thousand feet, um, some, some pretty hard targets to hit. So yeah, so first of all, guys, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for following the show. Um, it's been about a month since our last show. That's gonna, uh, it's kind of what I'm shooting for right now, about every month as I can get more people to come on and talk about uh, building this community of inclusivity and familiarity to combat uh, post-traumatic stress, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, guys, even if survival's guilt is a real thing, right? So yes. we have that too. Also, of course, something near and dear to me to talk about choosing safety, guys, and uh, being our own bodyguard. Shout out to Spear System and Coach Tony Blower. Be your own bodyguard is near and dear to my heart as well. So you may be asking, who the hell is this other person sitting over here? So Guys, I, I am fortunate enough, one, that I actually met Kelsey this weekend, which is dope, um, and that she's like, hell yeah, I'll sit down and I'll talk to you on the podcast. So I have Kelsey, is it DeSantis? Is that yeah. how you pronounce, pronounce it? DeSantis here, uh, former Marine, um, MMA fighter, active MMA fighter, currently fighting at American Top Team. So we're going to get to that later. And a pretty good shooter. So we're having fun. We're shooting. We're riding, eating a shit ton of food. I think, well, <laughs> I, I'm eating a shit ton of food. I don't know about you. Um, and now we're doing this. So I'm going to be quiet now, and I'm going to let Kelsey tell you guys um, a little bit about her background, where she's from, um, how she ended up in the Corps, her time in the Corps, how she landed in MMA. I know you were teaching uh, in their martial arts program yes. as well in the Marine Corps, and then um, we'll go on from there. So I'm sure. going to turn it over to you right now sure. while I drink water. Yeah. So first, let me just say it's such a um, privilege to be here at um, Torn Warriors um, facility and to be getting to know everyone here. Um, Mr. Curtis and Miss Catherine are incredible and I admire this program. And it's been so wonderful to meet you and all No, thank you, thank you, I appreciate um, it. Wonderful individuals here. And, um, yeah, some pretty cool people. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Yeah. So yeah, um, and all right, well, I grew up in Southern California. I'm gonna kind of make it short. Okay, <laughs> no, it's no problem. Yeah, so I grew up in Southern California. Um, I grew up, uh, kind of hard, me and my brother. Okay. It was me and my brother. My mom worked quite a lot. And, Were you younger um, or older? Uh, he's a year older. Okay, he's a year older. Okay. Yeah, he takes full. He takes full like credit for anything I do with MMA. Okay. He's like, yeah, that's because I was beating your. I, I made you tough, oh. right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I made you tough. Yeah. So um, he's great. I love my brother. He did. He'd help me be tough. He was also a Marine, and um, so was my uncle. Who was, so like, it runs in the family. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, thank you for your service person. too. Thank yeah. you for your service. No, thank oh you. <laughs> I always say like, thank you for your support. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it's a nice thing. It's a, it's really wonderful to be a part of this community. No, absolutely. So, yep. so yeah. So I grew up in Southern California. I decided to join the Marine Corps when I was 18 and mm -hmm. I spent five years, um, which isn't a whole lot of time compared to a lot of individuals who give their whole life yep. 
Um, and uh, I had a, a really interesting Marine Corps career. I was, my original MOS was military police. Okay. And I kind of didn't want to do that because the martial arts thing, I was a Muay Thai fighter before I joined the Marine Corps. And I had the opportunity to go pro uh, right before I left for Marine Corps boot camp. And I was like, you know what, if I don't go now, I'm not going to go. So, okay. um, but it was, uh, it really helped me in the Marine Corps. Like being a martial artist beforehand, like mm -hmm. made me a better Marine and being a Marine made me a better martial artist. Now, so did you, with your, I'll say toughness because, you know, the background and, 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 you know, even just fighting with your brother, but did you find that that made you someone that the other women Marines kind of looked up to or sought advice from, like during boot camp and yeah. once you were done, they're like, hey, she's kind of, I use the word tough, but, you know, she has her confidence about her, so let me ask her or let me seek out some, some wisdom from her. Yeah, and that's so nice that you say that. I think that um, I have mutual, I think you can learn something from anybody. Right. And so um, I think it was great to be among those women, and yeah. I learned a lot from them, and I think it was really cool. I graduated as honor graduate. Um, oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so that was cool, and it was a really interesting um, perspective, you know, joining the Marine Corps. Um, and I... Uh, I went from there, I went to military police school and um, did some combatives. I got slain, which okay. was really cool. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that last night. Mm -hmm. I did pick that up, yep. Mm -hmm. And um, that was uh, a huge, huge, um, like, development for me, like right. an evolution. Um, being able to work with uh, dogs as your partner, you know what I mean? There's something mm -hmm. really special about that. You developed that bond, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did that, and then um, I got selected to work at HMX One, which is the, the also known as the President's Unit, Marine okay. One, and that was really interesting. Um, very, very cool. I worked for the end of Bush and the beginning of Obama's career. So, um, since we like to talk about combatives and we like to talk about martial arts, did your mm -hmm. training change, or was there an increase in like personal security detail p uh, type of work? Like, hey, all right, you're now protecting the President of the United States. You're going to do. Uh, more combatives, or you're going to do more hand-to-hand. -hand, you're going to do more shooting. Did that? Was there an increase in that, or was that just a regular level that you had as a marine? You know, that's a great um, question. To and if up. it's secret, you know, you can't. If it's top secret, you can't give no, that information. No, no, out no, no, no. Listen, we were, <laughs> we did train. We training. I mean, especially for the Marine Corps is a, you know, it's something that we take very serious. And so we did train. We did a lot of different drills with our weapons that we would carry regularly, right. um, which were really interesting. And um, it's always a thinking man's game, you right. know? And, um, and it did help me like in terms of martial arts and everything like that. Like, mm -hmm. um, do I think there could be more training? Yes. Yeah. So do there I was no, there was enough? no noticeable increase on, Hey, now you're PSD, you are doing an extra two hours a day of, you know, m you know, moving, you know, the sky around and all this well, other stuff. Well, actually, actually, uh, because we were part, our division was a part of the security forces. Yeah. yeah, like we would work our shifts and we would PT together. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, we always, we made it a point, you know, I mean, and Marines take it serious. I mean, when you, I mean, especially, you know, like you have to be able to physically perform or be able yeah. to help, you know, um, help uh, change a situation no, understandable goes wrong. Yeah. so you know that's kind of that was kind of the goal yeah and it was a really that was another evolution for me in terms of learning and you know um so let's fast forward let's fast forward yeah. to um mixed martial arts sure okay how did you make that transition from um leaving the marine corps and then i'm assuming that was your full-time job if not having another job and being a mixed martial artist yes. and that's another good point it's always it's always been like that like um, especially with martial arts, like 
the thing with martial arts is that it's tough, you know what I mean? Yeah. For the most oh. part, it's, it's, it's a struggle. But um, finding the right environment is hugely important mm -hmm. um, because it doesn't mean that you have to be going 100% all the time. You have to be thinking and learning and flowing. Mm -hmm. And you also have to make time to do that, you know what I mean? So if it was working all day and then, you know, saying I'm going to sacrifice, like, you know, I'm going to eat my dinner on the way to training. Like, that's what I'm doing. Right. Like, you know, it's, that's a commitment that you make to yourself. And, um, I think it's a really interesting thing with your training partners and your camp and everything like that, which we're yeah. probably going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Bit, but, definitely. But yeah, it's, um, it's a beautiful thing. I kind of go off in different directions. Yeah. sometimes. So, no, different I, so you're, yeah. and, and we'll kind of catch up to this, but you're an American top team, top team now. Yeah. Um, how many, how many teams is that down, down the line for you? Like, were you at one team and then you trained there for a long time and then you transitioned yeah. or was it, uh, how did that go? Was it like an up and down thing? Yeah, or? sure. So when I started Muay Thai, I started, um, at actually a little gym in my hometown. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember I got beat up like all day, every day. And I was just like addicted. And, um, and then I, I fought and my first fight and I got my face beaten. I thought for sure I wasn't going to come out the second round. Okay. And like my corner was like, go, you know? And, um, I realized then after that, that I wanted to train, um, harder and change that. And it was funny cause my uncle, who's like my dad, he's also a Marine. He was like, listen, you could do volleyball. You play volleyball. You know You've what got I mean? All like these options. Yeah, yeah. like softball. Yeah. You played softball. Yeah. Like maybe this isn't for you. And you know, like I definitely gave that some thought. And that's always been something in 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 your brain. But so we've seen that before, right? So um, actually, most recently, you had uh, Claudia Gadella. I don't know how you pronounce her last name, but anyway, mm -hmm. she just made a transition from. Uh, she was training out in Nevada, and then she transitioned to. Uh, New Jersey. I think she's training with uh, Frankie Edgar a little bit and some guys up there, right? So sometimes that's what you see. You're, you're with a place and you have to make a transition for yes. whatever reason. And when we look at it in jiu-jitsu for the longest time, you had, oh, that guy's a creonche. He's a creonche. He left the gym and went to another gym. And it's like, hey, sometimes you have yes. to, you have to make a change. You know, that's, that's, what's it's what's going to benefit you, you sure. know? And I like to, I like, I like to be able to bring that up because um, jiu-jitsu is not like it used to be right in the YouTube age and the BJJ video library shout out to trap BJJ uh, uh, BJJ library online guys um, jiu-jitsu black belts from all across the world um, I work closely with those guys so yeah shout out to trap BJJ but that's a great example of hey the material is everywhere now nothing nothing's a secret so right. find the school that fits you both technically and you can say emotionally, even the yes. people that are there, you have to be in the right place. Yes. So that's why I ask you that. Sorry, How I went off on my little really my well. soapbox. No, that so. was beautiful. Oh. Well said. That was so beautiful. And that's so important because one thing that I tell people, people ask me all the time, like, um, which is really exciting to me. People ask me about martial arts and starting mm -hmm. martial arts. And I tell um, everyone that, you know, especially if your kids are at all interested in, yeah. in doing jujitsu or something like that, like get them involved. But don't just go to one place and say, Hey, this is the place. Good point. Like yes. do some research and be like, yeah. Hey, what's around me? What kind of, you know, test out invite different environments. No, that's a like, great point. And find what makes um, a good match for you. And a lot of things with martial arts is some people think it's always like, ah, and you know, kill or be killed, which in some context, yeah. yes, that's the idea right. to toward a, the extreme level. Now in the beginning stages, like there's, um, a lot, and even still at the higher level, there's a lot of um, flow and movement and and uh, things like that that go into that. So. Yeah, I think um, I read an article. It might have been Henry Gracie or here I'm one or the other, but 
um, they get a lot of guys that are over 40, you know, which is my crowd. You don't know anything about uh, over 40 yet. You've got a long ways to go, but that's my crowd. And he says, hey, he, he, they have people that come in to the gym who are going to quit jujitsu because they went to a gym and it was go, go, go. And on their 45-year-old body, they couldn't take it. Then they went to, and I'm not, I'm not saying that the Gracie system is the one to go to. I'm not like advertising for them. I'm just basically saying exactly what you said is, hey, find the right fit. Absolutely. You know, if your goal is not to be the world's champion, you know, you're training because um, you want to stay in shape or you want the cognitive challenge of playing, you know, human chess, then find the place that allows you to do that. Yes. Um, and I think that uh, a lot of people feel like if they haven't done their research initially and then they end up in the wrong place, they can't leave. Right. And that's, that's just not true. No. So. Yeah, you can always ask. Like a lot of gyms I went to, like I trained at Lloyd Irvin's gym and uh, before I went down to American Top Team. Yeah. And, uh, Shout and out to Team Lloyd Irvin, Camp Springs, Maryland. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu Hotspot, Maryland. They have some really interesting fighters that have came out of there and yeah. um, amazing talent too. I mean, obviously I'm repping American Top Team yeah, no, to absolutely. the death, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and we'll talk about and that. And we're going to talk about that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I appreciate, um, especially other gyms being able to like, like if you can cross train or if you have to, you know, if you're, if you're moving, whatever, like, or if you just don't want to train somewhere anymore, yeah. you know, because the thing is, is like, I love good training partners and that's what I feel like I am to Amanda, mm -hmm. you know, when I need to be is that's, that's the, being a good training partner is being an asset, you know, mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with being like, look, I'd like to go slow with you today and just like kind of figure out how this works. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like, can you teach me something? No, but, but a lot of people let their teammate. ego get involved yeah. and they're like, Oh, I'm just going to go a hundred percent. And it's like, listen, like slow it down. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's a really, um, Something so let's let, actually let's talk about that since we just hit yeah. on we hit on um, your training at American Top Team. So we kind of talked about it a, a little bit prior to starting um, the podcast. Was, I was like, hey, what is it about American Top American Top Team that makes them different? And if that difference makes them great, or what is it that makes them greater, or whatever can kind of encapsulate that thought that hey, people want to go there right. and they produce top talent. I mean, sure. you mentioned it. People don't know it that. Um, sparring partner training partner for amanda nunez for her last last couple fights and that's you know the one current one. current world champion so um that is talent we saw one of your teammates fight last night uh we watched the ufc event last night um and he won his fight so mm -hmm. it's like and everybody that follows uh mixed martial arts have heard uh, of american top team so what sure. makes them different what makes them special yeah so for me um i think i'm extremely special is that uh there's a culture there and uh, there's that word, right? That word <laughs> culture, man. Like uh, it's really big in the military right now, right? Everybody's throwing around that word culture. And we're going to talk yeah. about that in a little bit. But um, great that you great that you brought that up. I'm yeah. sorry to cut no, you off No, of course. Yeah. I, like, uh, yeah, there's a culture there and it's undeniable. And um, it's incredible to be a part of. Uh, and it's been it's evolved. It's constantly tested. It's constantly pressurized. It's constantly adapting yeah. and overcoming as we say, right. As yep. Marines, um, it's a beautiful thing. And you have the best coaches for each discipline. I mean, you have some of the best, I'm not going to say, you know, some of the very best in mm -hmm. the world that mm -hmm. have came together. So when that synchronicity happens, mm -hmm. you know, and there's this, like, there's this flow and yeah. this energy, it's, it's hard to put into words, but you you can't deny it, and yeah. you feel it. And one of the coolest things about training there is um, when I when we warm up on like say a Monday for wrestling class, mm -hmm. which is a really you know 
hard grind I, I can, class. I, I bet. <laughs> and I, every, you know, and I love yeah. it, and it's fun, and it really pushes the boundaries always. Uh, that's how they, you know, and but also it's very technical. It's mm -hmm. also very, uh, it brings out a fighter IQ. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, it's designed to develop, and it does. Mm -hmm. um, and so is that we we talked about this the other day, right? And this will kind of bring you into what my question is going to be. We talked about green days, red days, right? Sure. Where where our green day uh, is our day where it's more flowing, more technical. Uh, it's going to be a higher load cognitively because it's it's more technique, but it's going to be a lower load on on stress, right? Yes. And on the and on the emotional regulation. So those are your green days. Whereas red days, we flip it. And it's high intensity, a lot of sparring, a lot of, and uh, not a lot of technique, right? A lot of explosiveness, mm -hmm. a lot of input from coaches, mm -hmm. coaches amping up. So that's yeah. your red days. So do you have, do you guys do something like that? There? Oh yeah, totally. But uh, the only difference in what you all, all said was correct besides with technique is everything there. Okay. Even like, like the training that if you don't follow uh, Phil Daru, mm -hmm. you need to start following him if you're at all into strength and conditioning or physical fitness or form amazing and him and all his instructors mm -hmm. that he's got there you know um i'm gonna they, pick something up excuse me i dropped sure. it on the floor yeah, go ahead. yeah and um so they're amazing and or he's amazing his um you know and he puts everything is technique it's all explosive even but those are even like it's like the red green day yep. thing that you're saying so you know like monday would be wrestling and then you have like a, a strength and conditioning time you know and you cut out these times and what it does is it develops everything all at the same t time and i mm -hmm. truly believe that what you're saying is so important because a lot of people leave out mobility and with injuries <laughs> hey, hey, hey. She's, you know, I know she's, like, ta she's talking to me here but you guys can take that to heart mobility is, is very important it almost, mobility it training almost is very makes important. me sad because i've done it myself i've neglected myself yeah and well add on you know 12 12 years or so and then you'll you'll really understand that yeah. mobility is, is is critical yeah and yeah. it's never too late to start yeah. like a lot of people that's another thing like a lot of people are like oh you know like i'm too old or whatever yeah. like you're you're 40 like you know yeah. so sometimes now is better than never right yeah. so, so i add that in there you know i add that in under the uh, and i'm going to get into this later but we talk about trust the process right from the brain always wins by dr john sullivan and part of the the process the p is physical activity so i talk to people about yoga being one of those physical activities mm -hmm. you know uh, and not yes. to go on a tangent right right now because i'll bring it up later but let me let me dive into um something that you mentioned which was culture Right. And I, I kind of laughed at it because it, we do talk about it a lot right now. But when I look at culture, I say, hey, um, people are often are often looking for people who fit, quote unquote, fit their culture. Right. And, and my fear with that is when you're when you're specifically looking for people who fit your culture, you tend to develop a culture that is all the same, where everybody's the same. And you have this one one fit. There's a lot of confirmation bias within the group because we all think alike. Um, what I tell people to do is to look for cultural contribution. So that Beautiful. person may be slightly off of what your culture is, but because they have that different difference of opinion or difference of upbringing, background, whatever it is, they contribute to the culture. That's very. And now your culture awesome. grows. Um, not only does it grow, but it doesn't. Well, it doesn't remain stagnant, which is kind of saying the same thing in different words. But there, you have the ability to maintain growth, right? And then it's exactly like you said. You bring in someone whose skill set's a little different, and now they add that to the team. Sure. And now everyone on the team gets a little better. Um, we in the military have a very difficult time of bringing in people that don't look exactly the way we want them to. Sure. Exactly like me. 
Um, so cultural I, contribution. Can I but interrupt yeah, you? Absolutely. Okay, because I love that concept. I yeah. think that's wonderful. Me and um, one of my uh, friends who's about to retire is a lieutenant colonel out of the Army, actually, Green Beret type. Go Army. Be yeah, Navy. he just got his uh, doctorate. And uh, yeah, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to represent. So... Um, so he just got his doctorate and we're working on a project. I've been doing some research I did in my master's degree mm -hmm. and um, it ties in identity. And I think that ties in a lot to what you're saying. Yes, because you have to have uh, an identity. Yeah, you're, yeah, well, absolutely. You, ha you have to have identity and you also have to be very flexible with your identity. Mm -hmm. Like in my opinion, because it's easy for us to hold on to these social s constructs mm -hmm. of who we are and like what we're doing and when you leave the military or something like that you know that changes or when you become a mom or when you mm -hmm. become a dad you know that changes like identity changes and so adaptation is really interesting and I think that ties into martial arts too mm -hmm. is because you kind of it's interesting all these life like uh, things that come into play you know the synchronicity right. there with jujitsu and, and life is so let me I've got one last thing for you with regards to um, specifically with regards to fighting or with mixed martial arts, and we can bring it back in however we want, but a specific question for you. Mm -hmm. I, I'm interested to know your stance on um, the, the gender issues that we have within sports in general, mm -hmm. and also in mixed martial arts with, uh, you know, male to female conversion, females, yeah. I, I don't know, if, you, if wherever, wherever that falls. Sure. And the reason why I ask, is because I was digging on your background and I saw at one point you were scheduled to fight Fallon Fox. So whether it was would scheduled have. or not, but yes, I'm interested have. to hear your, your perspective on right. that. Right. Actually would have, wouldn't have. I would have been set to and I would have declined. And here's the reason is because, um, first of all, I don't care wouldn't, who wouldn't you... Wouldn't have. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care who you are, what you look like, what who you want to be, what you want to be. I, you know, like... If you're gay, if you're not, if you're straight, if you're whatever you want to identify as, identify as. Has uh -huh. no, none of my business. I support you and mm -hmm. who you want to be, um, and would never, you know, criticize someone for that. But uh, when it starts, the the thing is, is when it starts to like encroach on uh, uh, women, adult women being uh, competitive against one another. That's where I, I draw the line and I have a disagreement. Not because most of us women uh have fought men and we train and fight men mm -hmm. in the gym all, you know what i mean it's yeah, yeah no, i got you that that's a commonality mm -hmm. um but it's because we've worked for our spot like long you know before ronda rousey and mm -hmm. i mean even ronda rousey's a huge part of that yeah. and liz carmouche who is yeah. fighting again soon and you have this i mean nina nina Ansaroff goes way back and Amanda nunez like it's not like they came out of nowhere mm -hmm. you know what i mean there's a historical like progress that happened with mm -hmm. that and women fought for their right so to speak I, yep. to fight one another and so to me that should be honored yeah that should be honored uh why for quite a few different reasons first of all it's a competitive sport there's a referee to save you yeah you know what i'm saying like it's a different mindset it's um if you have to fight a man in real life you have to fight a man in real life but why if we have the option to fight right. in our division right there's should. a there's a rule set there are conditions no yeah. absolutely yeah. but it's really interesting because um Shout out to Ashley Evan Smith, who um, uh, who won that fight mm -hmm. against Fallon Fox, and uh, she's an amazing fighter. A great started as a great wrestler, and um, you know, so I personally wouldn't have fought her. Mm -hmm. I just it it went, you know, and I didn't get the opportunity because I lost that fight by uh, by decision, whether it was a bad decision or not. Right. I didn't get lined up to fight her. Uh, but I thought it was really interesting the whole concept because I would have declined, mm -hmm. and I would have. Uh, uh, politely mm -hmm. declined. 
No, I just saw it. I thought it was yeah. interesting. I was like, I have the opportunity yeah. to ask, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to ask away. I've knocked out men in the Marine Corps. I've, you know, I've knocked out men before in the gym. It's not like... Yeah. But it's... And I believe in kid, like how jiu-jitsu kids, they uh, go against each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's great as a child. You mm-hmm. learn that adversity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also... You're not smashing someone's face in with bigger elbows and bigger knees mm-hmm. women and men's bodies are different i don't no, know absolutely. if we know that yeah. right now but like yeah. you know they're different and they develop differently and so that's a contributing factor too we're talking about a combat sport mm-hmm. like these are used to break your face and body open along with these yeah. and everything's yeah. used for combat you know so it's yeah, no, like, we well, saw it, we saw it last night i mean uh there was pretty good damage done in all the fights and it was you know, knees, elbows, uh, a lot of vicious striking going on. So yeah. we, we see it. Uh, yeah. So let me ask you this. What's what's next for you um, in the mixed martial arts arena? You know, um, a lot of people have been asking me, and I've given it a lot of thought. Man, I, I thought I was original. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and I appreciate, I appreciate someone even asking. It's nice yeah. that someone would even um, care to ask. And uh, I, love, I love the sport. I love mm-hmm. martial arts, and um, I'm privileged. I am. Pr- I get to train an American top team. Yeah. I get to train with them, and to me, that's like it's like modern day gladiator training. Mm-hmm. Like when they warm up on the mats, you hear different from all over the world. You hear different dialects mm-hmm. and different people from all over all over the world, and they come to one place. And yeah. You know, it's it's an incredible thing. So, for me, I just want to keep training. Mm-hmm. Like I've had that mm-hmm. spark. You know, sometimes in life, you know how identity changes and stuff like that. Sometimes your passion or something will change. Yep. Well, right before I became a mom. Um, I wasn't, I was thinking I was just going to do jujitsu, you know, from now on. And I wasn't, I would train on my own, but I didn't put, start putting it all back together. And I think it's just interesting because then I started to, but it's just interesting to be able to adapt, you know, and to be able to transition, so to speak. I know that went in like a different direction. No, I completely understand. It's like you said, you, you, you'll, you'll find where you want to be. And that's, that's what, that's what counts. Right. And that's what really matters. So, um, but I would love to. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I kind of visualize it. Sorry to interrupt you. I kind of like. No, you're good. For me, it's um, it's always been a dream. And you know, sometimes when something comes back, and you mm-hmm. know, I had a lot. I've had a lot of intellectual conversations with myself on these topics mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and first of all, you know, martial arts is very near and dear to my heart. But it's um, it's not something that you um, you don't you don't fight just to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, like. And so I've asked all these like questions in my mind, like why I do this or blah, blah, blah. And so I think I have a better perspective on that now at 30 than I did when I was 23 and getting out of the Marine Corps, you know? So yeah. different things come into your life and opportunity. Like if you have some opportunity that someone would never, you know, maybe not get mm-hmm. and it's something that you're passionate about, yeah. it's only up to us to step into that. You know what I mean? Individually, like it's an individual thing. It's yeah. not like I'm going to, you know, pull you I mean you, it's good to have good friends and good company who can encourage you to do what you're supposed to do or that you want to do but you know stepping into opportunity is kind of like a big thing for me I'm like I feel almost guilty if I don't so let, let's talk about um, what we've kind of been kicking around the last couple of days um, you guys have heard me mention a lot uh, the process right so I have here um, the brain always wins. Um, Dr. John Sullivan and Chris Parker. So you guys, you can uh, follow them on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I don't know Dr. Sullivan. Um, he's probably never heard this podcast, or probably has never heard me reference him as well. But I do reference the process, which uh, he's written about, and I've kind of stolen this. 
um, because I think it encapsulates everything I'm trying to do. Um, so you guys can now hear the gunfire probably going off. The, the range is, is hot again, so those guys are getting after it. Actually, it's been hot. They just haven't been on this location. But um, let me take a quick pause. All right, guys, welcome back. So we took a short little break here, guys. Probably not noticeable to you guys, but we had some more shooting going on. Guys are still on the range trying to beat our time, which they're not going to do. So... <laughs> They can stay out there a little bit longer. We figure we wrap up. So before I went, guys, I was talking about the brain always wins, right? Within the book, they have this, the process. And if you guys follow Workplay Obsession on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, and WorkplayObsession.com, follow all those things. But you'll often hear me talk about the process, right? Trust the process. Physical activity, rest and recovery, optimal nutrition, cognitive training, emotional regulation, social interaction, and finally synergy, guys. Synergy to me is the most important. It's taking all of those elements of the process and integrating them all into your life. When you do that, it's a great system for um, just for living, right? And for brain health. I mean, so I love to say, trust the process. And once again, it's not mine, but um, I like to preach. Mm -hmm. After that long kind of soapbox-ish thing, but I really want to get that out. I wanted to talk to you about some of the things we talked about as far as um, what you're really interested in doing with um, in the community and especially with jujitsu because of your passion for that. Um, so I didn't really ask you a question. I kind of left it really open. Yeah. Um, but if there's anything that you want to hit on um, as far as going forward. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that um, I would be fortunate enough to compete again and, mm -hmm. and take that opportunity. So if all works according to plan, you know, maybe that'll happen. And and we'll see, but either way, I know that um, I don't like. I, I don't need that. Just that, you know what I mm -hmm. mean. I have other things that um, satisfy my purpose and things that I'm doing. So, um, so yeah, like I'd, I'd like to do some a lot more shooting in the future yep. and stuff like that. And um, I love working with uh, veteran nonprofit organizations okay. and stuff that I respect and appreciate. This being one of them. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Torn Warriors. Shout out. Um, 22 Kill is another good program that okay. I think is really good. And I think for the transition assistance that, um, you know, that you can, the things you can do, like leaving the military, um, one of the biggest things that's most important is getting in touch with our, your own community. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes I think that's taken for granted. Um, so have you, have you done important. work with 22 Kill? Yeah, they, I actually got to go to their program called Camp Fahala, and it was the, I was a part of the first females okay. that, um, group that went, and I met, like, some of my best friends now you know and it's like it's amazing because everybody has different experiences and stuff mm -hmm. but when you connect into your you know our own community it's mm -hmm. it's this really interesting support and um connection that you feel right so and that's that goes that. into uh sorry to cut you off no. but that's our, our thing right with social uh interaction yeah. and, and in inclusivity right in the community that for me, from Workplay Obsession that we're trying to build. And, and I'm sorry, you were saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. That's uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's uh, it's amazing to be able to connect back. And so good organizations and um, good programs take advantage of. I'm, I've been working a long time. So what I'm basically saying is whether it's fighting or whether mm -hmm. it's you know research or business or whatever, um, uh, or sharing resources. I love sharing resources, like good nonprofits and stuff. Um, whatever it is, I'm just kind of going with the flow, you mm -hmm. know, and, and seeing what works. Um, I also, yeah, so that was one of the programs that worked, for, worked really well for me. And then uh, there's another program called uh, Camp Southern Ground. Okay. And that's Zach Brown's camp out of Georgia. Okay. And it's an incredible transition program, too. I met um, 
some amazing women and men there. Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing. Um, so yeah, it's 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 nice to be, to be able to have those opportunities. Right. And I encourage people to take them, even if you think you don't need them or whatnot. It's it's interesting to be able to part be apart. You know, instead right. of isolating. Um, that's where things kind of start to fall off. I think. You yeah. know. Um, so yeah, there's that and. Um, I'm I'm really thankful because I have some really cool brands that I represent mm-hmm. and that's yeah, talk, yeah, the mic is yours. If you want to talk about your sponsors, give them a shout out and, and hit up a little bit on what what their mission is yeah. um, and how you got linked up with those companies. Yeah, for sure. That's a really yeah. cool question. So um, the first one I want to mention is uh, Drake Associates. Drake, uh, like the yeah. rapper? <laughs> no, right, pro- no, probably not. Okay. Far from, but <laughs> uh, Drake Associates, um, they make precision rifles and okay, nice. um, they sponsored me and my girlfriend, uh, Courtney, she's my sniper partners, you know, okay. starting out um, for the Mammoth Sniper Challenge in January. And so that was a super cool experience for us, uh, just learning, we're, we're new, um, but it's super fun and, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. And they made a way for us to do that with their, their weapons and their support. Um, so I'm really thankful for them and I'm excited to keep learning and keep developing in that sense. Um, and then also I have, uh, competitive body development, CBD. It's a CBD company that Mm -hmm. I have literally like the, the thing with CBD is, you know, it's hot right now. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's talking about it and it's benefits, especially military and veterans. I talk to a lot of people about it who swear by it and, you know, Certain things are for some people, other yeah. things are for others. So I encourage people to explore what those are. Yeah. Like the same thing we were talking about with trying gyms out. You know yeah. what I mean? Explore that. Um, but CBD, competitive body development, is um, I actually got hooked up through Anthony Rumble Johnson, who's okay. like one of my good friends. Um, and uh, he and his partner um, and a couple other people have, a, have really developed an amazing CBD company that the thing is, is with CBD, if it's not quality and it's hard to find out if it's quality yeah. because they don't have that certification yet then you don't it's not like you're not getting the highest quality you're not getting what you need to and what's great about this company is it's the high i've seen their operations the highest quality it's done right those people are day in day out like mm-hmm. they make mm-hmm. sure everything's perfect it's done in the united states and um i think that it helps a lot of um, people in our community with pain and, yeah. and things like lubricating your joints and uh, things like that. No, I actually hear about it uh, more often in the jiu-jitsu community, especially mm-hmm. uh, in the Masters 3. Shout out to all the Masters 3s out there, uh, us old folks um, that, that use it. Um, mm-hmm. So pretty interesting. I, and, and I've heard a lot of good feedback, um, people that uh, you know literally swear by and say, yeah, I, I use the CBD w- yeah. in whatever form factor and um, it, it works. So um, shout out to them. I have no sponsors, so I'm, I'm available. And have Anthony Rumble Johnson, give me a shout out, give me a call. Yeah, you know, he's a big uh, supporter of uh, veterans and military. Awesome, tell him, yeah. be, try to call him. For <laughs> sure, I'll FaceTime him right now. <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? So all right, uh, what else, what else you got um, there? Okay, so there's that, and, uh, and then also paid to raid. Which is a what is veteran it? Oh, P3. Paid okay. raid. Yeah, it's yep. a veteran-owned and operated company. And, nice. Um, and it's nice, they, uh, they have nice gear, they give me gear. and. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for me, it's it's close to it. It feels being like being a part of the community, and, and I really nice. enjoy that. And I like supporting other veteran-owned and operated businesses. Mm-hmm. I believe in women veteran entrepreneurship in general, women and men. <laughs> and uh, so it's cool to be able to to network with people in our community yeah. and to support one another. Um, I got to do some diving with Force Blue, which is a really cool organization too. Um, saving the coral reef, you know, all these things are important. Mm-hmm. And I think veterans are 
um, re can really be a, a great change for the future. And yeah. if we connect and if we um, start to work together and not yeah. recreate the wheel, but bring like, what you remember you were talking about earlier with the identifying yeah. and an asset yeah, and, yeah. and letting, letting that do its thing. It's, a, it's beautiful. And I think that our community has the potential to do that. Yeah. In really great ways. Yeah, no, and it's funny because so. it, it really slides, it, it really goes directly into what I was just saying, right? We, or, of course, goes back to the brain always wins. We talk about process, right? I, I yeah. hammer, I can't hammer that home enough where, and, and what you, exactly what you just talked about. You talked about physical activity, yeah. you know, whether it was diving, whether it was shooting, whether it was uh, mixed martial arts, whether it's jujitsu. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about social interaction right. and that sense of community. You know, you're with people that are, are like-minded, uh, have shared experiences, and, and you bond over these things. Yeah. You know, um, mm -hmm. the the area where I have the most trouble, I think, is optimal nutrition um, because I like to eat cookies and snacks. So that is my my <laughs> challenge area. But I, I do trust the process, but that is my challenge area. But well, That is totally my challenge area, too. <laughs> like, I have a sweet tooth. And shout out to George Lockhart, Lockhart and Leith, um, some of my, my best friends. Um, they worked at, with me at the Marine Corps Martial Arts Center of Excellence. Okay. Uh, when I worked there, and um, they're incredible. They do most of the weight cuts for the UFC nice. uh, fighters and stuff. And he's got great nutrition programs. And, oh, and yeah. I, stuff, so. I just like cookies. That, that, that I is do mine. too. I have such a sweet tooth. So you just reminded me of something, huh? and and I'm glad you reminded me of it. So um, let's talk about Justin Timberlake. Okay. How, how did that? So for those of you that don't know, um, Kelsey's going to talk about it here, but. Um, so Kelsey, correct me if I'm wrong here, mm -hmm. uh, took Justin Timberlake or went with Justin Timberlake to the Marine Corps ball. Something that, to that took effect. Him. Right? I like took him. I okay. Like that word so there you go. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that a little bit. And, and, and how, okay, how did that all so, go down? All right. So basically, um, I was studying for a sergeant's board. You know, okay. it's like a promotional thing. And um, I had done all my, like, my military stuff. And it was, you have to know current events to get mm -hmm. something that's required. You know, you got to be kind of well-rounded. And so I had two civilian roommates at the time, two girls. Um, and I broke out the wine and I said, Hey, can you guys like update me on what's going on? I've, you know, like, let's do like, let's talk news, you know? Mm -hmm. So we were doing that. And one of my girlfriends brought up, um, an interview with Justin and Mila, um, for their movie friends with benefits. Okay. And, um, the reporter or interviewer, this is what also got me partially what got me into communications, okay. my interest in communications and my master's degree of public relations and things like that. Is because this was a very interesting whole mm -hmm. <laughs> thing that unfolded. So basically, the interviewer asked Mila, "Had you seen this video of um, the sergeant, Sergeant Moore in Afghanistan, asking you to go to the Marine Corps ball?" And she said, "No." So they were like, "He he was talking about it," and Justin got involved and was talking to the camera, and he was like, D "You know, don't worry about it. We're gonna get her to go to the Marine Corps ball." And she was kind of like, "Wait, like." What do you mean? Are you going to go? And he was like, no, they don't want me. They want you. And do this for your country. And I'm pretty sure she's from Russia. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, he's from Tennessee. Like, and, you know, I guess it's just like I saw an opportunity where mm -hmm. I was like, look, if you want to tell someone else to man up, then, you know. You so were you, a, bit, were you a big it. Justin Timberlake fan? No, or was it just kind of like, all. Eh. Not at all. I mean, I did love his, like, he's super funny. And yeah. I actually became a huge fan after after ball. Afterwards, yeah, yeah. After I met him. Um but yeah, I, I didn't, uh, uh, I wasn't like in sync. Like that's why I had to get the guys to get yeah. me in the back. Cause I didn't want to do like a selfie video. I was like, dude, that would be creepy yeah. status, yeah. you know? That's, so, it, that's interesting. Right? And yeah, that and was the reason I wanted, I, I was trying to figure out, okay, were you like this big, 
no. super fan that was uh-huh. like, oh, I'm going to die. No, but, no, no. Okay. I just really wanted to call. I mean, can you cuss on your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, cool. Because yeah. I've been really professional. No, no. You can say it. Nope. We're. Okay, so I was like, look, like, I'm going to call you out on your shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you yeah. want to you wanna encourage someone like that to go. And they, they kind of were just trying to merge on through that question. And he was enthusiastic. He must have known about the Marine Corps ball. Yeah. And you know what was really cool is that... Um, he's super respectful. We had a great time and he loved, I think he really enjoyed himself. And That's good. He wrote this really, yeah, he had this, he either wrote or had this really interesting, great blog that he wrote after. And it mm-hmm. was a really good engagement between, uh, military and service people yeah. and the civilian community. You know what I mean? Which I love good connection like that. It's to me, law enforcement, military, mm-hmm. first responders and veterans are, um, uh, a great demographic. I mean, you know, there's, yeah. There's a lot in um, in that, and I think we're. It's good to have a good connection with our communities mm-hmm. and with our people, you know. Yeah, no, that that is essentially my target audience. The only the only thing I would add into that collective group is is I like to um, also reach out to victims of domestic terrorism because we know that that's a real thing in this day and age as well. And sometimes um, I like to say no one should have to suffer in silence. That's a big one. And wow. And sometimes we have people that. Um, survived uh, domestic terrorism and they kind of get lost because yeah. they're just quote unquote regular people who were just doing whatever they were doing uh, on a Sunday, you know, and they were just at the wrong place at the wrong time, unfortunately. And, and, and that just kind of goes by for them, you know? Yeah. So I, I like to reach out to those guys as well. Um, I haven't been able to do yes. anything successfully with that particular population, but um, we do, we do, um, consider them and care for them as well. So yes. that's awesome. And I think that's very important. Just like, um, you know, like I'm where I'm at in South Florida, I'm not far from Parkland, Yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I had actually went to the campus post that event and I talked to both academic people and I talked to both the law enforcement and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's just a really interesting thing when you can, um, to connect mm-hmm. with, with our communities. And it's really yeah. important. Um, I think it helps us all become more aware and more of what culture and community really yeah. means. Yeah. Well, I, thank you for your time. I mean, I really appreciate it. I, I, I'm pretty excited that, that we had the opportunity to sit down and talk. We got to hang Me out too. for a couple of days. Um, and not just the two of us. I mean, the entire group of people that are some, some great people, yeah. um, people that I eventually would love to get on to talk yes. a little bit as well. And um, it was just a really great, great experience out here at, at Torn Tactical here in, in Nevada. So. Um, Make sure to follow them on social media absolutely. and uh, support and I, what they're doing because it's really cool. Yeah, we'll have all the information uh, in yeah. the show notes. We'll also have uh, some information in our tags there, guys. So as I've said probably too many times that for you guys, uh, Workplay Obsession on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I, I even have a TikTok. I don't really know how to use it, <laughs> but I have it. I think I made like one video on there. Or something. I think it's pretty cool. I just I I have to figure it out. Um, yeah, I'm on there too. I think it says Snapchat. Uh, Work, yeah, workplace obsession. obsession. Yeah. Work, so obsession. what about you? Um, is your handle like public, or do you like yeah, to? Everything. Uh, all my social media is at Kelsey DeSantis. Um, I actually am more uh, active on Instagram, but I'm starting to get back into Twitter and Facebook yeah. and YouTube and. Um, stuff like this is is what i enjoy i really do enjoy doing and, and being a part of um yeah. intelligent conversations and, and good community no, intelligent convert nope she's not she's done here she's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna find, some, find someone else 
so, but I'm going to throw this, this kind of open invitation out. I'd really love to have the opportunity to, um, if you take that next step and you're going to get back in the, back in the cage again, and it's like, Hey, I, I'm, I know you might be focused on training, but I'd love to follow your train up. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, and kind of talk about that a little bit. And, sure. and, um, because I'd love to look at the, the mental side of it too. Um, your That's mental, pre- your mental preparation. Yeah. Is there anything, and I, I know I'm extending this now cause we're, we're wrapping up, but do, is there anything, um, that you've seen specifically throughout your training that has really helped you, uh, with the mental edge or from the, from a cognitive performance, uh, kind of perspective? Yeah, absolutely. Um, mental toughness is something that, um, you have to really pay attention to, mm-hmm. pay attention to and kind of look for. Um, and it's, it's really interesting to watch people be extremely elegantly soft mm-hmm. and compassionate, but then also fiercely uh, self-defensive mm-hmm. and, uh, and amazingly uh, focused on, you know, it doesn't matter if they get hit or their face is busted open and bleeding or they're missing a limb or mm-hmm. they're, you know, it's like the no, the, it, it, the no quit mentality. It's mm-hmm. something um, that's hard to define. And um, when you can tap into it, it's really, really interesting to me. And I think it takes a lot of control, discipline and, um, and focus and I admire it. Yeah. And so it comes in all different forms with different people, you know, and um, it's really interesting to watch people that are dedicated and, and focused and also compassionate and inspire me. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So guys, uh, we're going to wrap up here because I, I know we're going to be moving on to the next event here out, out at the site. So um, hit me up if you have any questions. Um, I already went through all the sites. I would. This is where I would insert my uh, shout outs to my sponsors. However, they don't exist <laughs> right now. So... <laughs> So I have time. I have time for you. I'm Just sponsor you. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not begging for sponsors, but I'm saying we have the opportunity to help you uh, get some some advertisement out yeah. there. No, I'm just, I'm just, I joke. Although all good jokes contain truth. Yeah, so, DM for sponsors. But, What's up? But, uh, but I am joking. Um, so big shout out to everyone who competed at the DC Open last week. Um, actually, today. What's today? Today's. Uh, yeah, so it was last week, last Sunday. Uh, shout out to everyone who competed out there. And then I know there's a fight to win coming up here soon in Philly. So another big shout out to everybody who's prepping for that event. Um, I don't know what's the next big uh, IBJJF event or grappling industries either. Um, but once I hear about it, I'll make sure I push it out to you guys. Um, unless you have anything else. No, this is a pleasure. I totally no, enjoyed thank it. You. Thank you for awesome. having me. You guys keep training. Uh, Keep focusing. Yes. Don't give up. Never get up. Give up. Yeah. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, keep grinding.